Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What's going on, everybody? Welcome in to episode number 319 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's KB rocking solo dolo. Got a lot to dive into from March Madness coming to an end. I'm recording this on Monday night uh, right after the national championship game. We got the fight in Phil's just all the way back. And uh, Lowell Mets makes a return to the scene on Monday night. And, of course, we got Sixers to discuss, and uh, we'll also talk about a a couple other things, just housekeeping. But before we get started, this show would not be possible without our awesome local sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick, Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center. Of Vineland and guys, our homies over at Tomahawk Shades doing the damn thing. Like we said, they've been rocking with us for over a year now, and they're the best eyewear on the market. Why are you going to spend an entire week's paycheck on a pair of sunglasses when you can go over to our friends at Tomahawk Shades, get the same quality of product for a fraction of the price? That's right. They've got the sunglasses, the blue light plus glasses, everything in between. So go to TomahawkShades.com. Right now, fill up your cart with all of the goodies that Tomahawk Shades has to offer. And when you go to checkout, use our promo code USP to get 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. That's promo code USP at TomahawkShades.com. Promo code USP at TomahawkShades.com for 25% off your entire order. Shout out to the homies at Tomahawk Shades for making a quality product for an affordable price. And uh, hey you. Yeah you. You got Bush? You definitely do if you haven't tried the best products from our sponsor. Manscaped. After using these life changing products. You're going to want to join a ball sack beauty contest. I'm looking out for you. Because we've got that exclusive 20% off discount code. With our friends at Manscaped. Use code USP at manscaped.com. To get 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full-body grooming game with the Perfect Package 3.0 kit. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0, waterproof cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your grooming routine. This is the best trimmer on the market to help you trim up the hedges. The trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin-safe technology, pioneered by manscaped and guys let me tell you something when you trim the hedges the tree stands taller inside the perfect package you'll also find the manscaped crop preserver ball deodorant making sure your balls are smelling majestic before your tinder date you'll also find the crop reviver ball toner a spray on testy toner that's designed to make your balls smell irresistible 
Be sure to add their refined cologne to your arsenal. And with a perfect package or performance package purchase, you get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, which is a $39 value, and the patented high-performance reduced chafing Manscaped boxers that I'm wearing right now as I record this ad. Most comfortable boxers you will ever put on your body. Get 20% off and free shipping with our code USP at manscaped.com and do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for your bush trimming experience. Get 20% off and free shipping with our code USP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code USP. It's 2021 and you still got bush? Change that with Manscaped. And of course, guys, our friends over at Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, the fastest growing craft spirit in Pennsylvania, headquartered in Old Kensington, Philadelphia. They're seven times distilled, certified gluten-free. It's blended with electrolytes, making it the first vodka on the market with a mineral composition on the same spectrum of electrolytes found in that sports drink that starts with a G. And they are the first actively hydrating vodka on the market. They've also won awards for best package in the world. So go to statesidevodka.com right now to purchase your vodka. And when you go to checkout, make sure you have the one liter bottle in your cart so that you can use our promo code and help us pay some bills. Promo code USP at checkout with the one liter bottles of vodka in your cart gets you 10% off your sale. That's statesidevodka.com. Promo code USP to get 10% off the one liter bottles of vodka. Must be 21 years old old or older to order and of course guys please drink responsibly so like i stated and matt and i have stated since spring training the fills are back man they look so damn good they sweep the braves they come back in glorious fashion monday night to beat the mets and it could not have been a better weekend, fans back in the stands at a limited capacity, and then uh, you, you sweep the Atlanta Braves, who I can't stand that team. Uh, so that was an amazing feeling to just watch our, our pitching staff go to work against that Braves team, shut down their lineup. The, the Phillies win 3-2-4-0, 2-1. Braves score three runs in three games. What a joke. And then the Phillies come back and beat the Mets tonight 5-3. to And they, outside of a couple spots, they look like the most complete team we have seen from the Phillies. And I'm not comparing them to 2011, but since 2011, this is the most complete Phillies team I remember watching. And, you know, from the starting pitching, which Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, Zach Eflin were fantastic and Zach Wheeler was the MVP of the rotation over the weekend Matt Moore was good tonight did enough you know did enough to get the job done uh and then the bullpen came through as well I mean Matt Moore three and a third only gave up the two runs four strikeouts his biggest blunder was he gave up four walks if he can cut down the free passes we're good to go there Brandon Kinsler comes in pitches almost two innings Coonrod comes in pitches two innings uh, Connor Bragdon comes in for an inning, and then Jose Alvarado closes it out uh, to get the Phillies a win, and they, they come back to beat the Mets. Just a, a fantastic display. And 
I, I there's there's not many things in this world that gives you a better feeling than beating the New York Mets. That that organization, we talk about it all the time. You know, why are we worried about the Mets? And this was a game that Jacob Degrom started, by the way. Um, you know, it's it's the Mets come back. They're like Matt says, they're the cicadas. They come back every fifteen years to to make a ruckus, and then they go away. Uh, 2015 was their year to make a ruckus. We shouldn't be worried about the Mets until 2030. That's that's the next time we should have to worry about the Mets if we use the cicada theory. Um, but, you know, just from, from catching up, because I was working one of my other jobs tonight, I didn't really get to catch much of the game, but the, the bits and pieces I've been able to watch so far, if Matt Moore can cut down on the, on the free passes... And he can give you like five innings every fifth day. That's quality from Matt Moore. Um, that really, because you know, walking four guys not great, especially when over the weekend, Nola Wheeler Eflin barely walked anybody. Um, that's going to be a big crux for this this four and five spot in the rotation. Is what do Moore and Chase Anderson do to prevent giving out the free passes that end up leading to runs? If they can cut down on those or just prevent those, that's going to be a big boost for this Phillies uh, pitching staff, for the bullpen, and make the bullpen that looks fantastic already that much more lethal because you're not using them to the nines each and every game that they're going out there for, and you can kind of mix it up with the guys that you're throwing out there. Um, I was surprised Alvarado was available after you know pitching as much as he did over the weekend, but... Got the job done, and that man is an absolute roller coaster of just excitement and joy and wildness, especially when he's finding his spots. Uh, the the way he's able to deliver pitches at the speeds he delivers them is absolute chaos, and I love every second of it. He is, no doubt about it, one of the steals of the offseason in all of baseball. For the Phillies to go out and get that guy from the Tampa Bay Rays, an organization that's notorious for just developing relievers that are just absolute weapons out of the bullpen. Uh, to be able to go and get Jose Alvarado for what they did for Garrett Clevenger uh, is an absolute steal by Sam Fold, and he robbed his former organization that he used to play for. So to get him in here, Connor Brogdon looks great, and then tonight was the first appearances in a Phillies uniform for Kinsler and Coonrod, so uh, they, they held down the fort. You know, Kinsler gave up... Uh, one hit, struck out one. Coonrod gave up one hit through two innings and struck out three. This bullpen just has straight flamethrowers in it. That's the best part. Like, almost every single guy in this bullpen, even the guys that haven't pitched yet, I think, like, David Hale's the guy that throws the quote-unquote slowest, and he's probably hitting low 90s. I mean, this bullpen is just absolute flamethrowers, and that's going to help, you know, throughout this the duration of this season is if a guy like a Matt Moore or Chase Anderson or say like a Vince Velasquez goes as like a spot start and they don't go deep in a game, you've got flamethrowers throughout the bullpen that can go multiple innings as well and, you know, lengthen the bullpen so you're not using each and every guy like you have been over the past couple of seasons. And I mean, the way the Phillies came back in this game against the Mets, too, was so, like, 2007 reminiscent, where, like, you know, it was just put it in play, 
ball slips past the catcher, which was absolutely hilarious that it was James McCann who the Mets signed early on in free agency because they couldn't wait for JT Real Muto's camp to figure out what JT wanted to do, although the Mets were never getting him because the best catcher in baseball stays in Philly. Uh and it just tipped off his hand, and that was like their big free agent signing. Oh, it was it was all too sweet that like that was the sequence that went down to help the Phillies inevitably win this game. Was that the the fielding just tipped off of James McCann's glove? James McCann, I'm sure you're a good dude, but you play for the Mets now, and you're going to catch a lot of hell from Phillies fans over the next four or five years for however long you signed with the with the Mets. But I love this team. I, I truly, from Didi's post-game emoji and, and drawing tweets to Archie Bradley quote-tweeting every fucking tweet under the sun, uh, it's just, this team's, the vibes are immaculate. You know, Bryce and JT have their chemistry on the on the base path. Reese and Bryce are celebrating after, you know, runs get scored. This team is just filled with immaculate vibes. They're 4-0. Uh, it's, it's just so sweet. It's so sweet, you know. The, the Nationals still haven't played because uh, they can't stop looking doorknobs, but Philly's last legit undefeated team left in the National League and last legit team remaining undefeated in the American League is the cheating Astros. Um, so, ipso facto, the Phillies are the final undefeated team in baseball, in my opinion. Uh, they get another matchup with the Mets on Tuesday and on Wednesday. Tuesday night is going to be uh, quite the game. We get our first look at Chase Anderson, which will be interesting. We'll see how he ends up pitching uh, in his Phillies debut. And uh, let's see who's pitching for the Mets. Marcus Stroman against Chase Anderson. So that'll be a good one. But the Brave series, ooh, excuse me. The Brave series was uh, was just great. The walk-off win on opening day. Can we please, too, for the love of all that is baseball, Major League Baseball, if you're going to have teams play on a Thursday, let them play a four-game series or make them start on Friday. I am sick and tired, and I know I am not alone in this. I am in the vocal majority and the vast majority of people who are sick and tired of the Thursday opening day and then being off on Friday. If if you're gonna start um if you're gonna start a team season on a Thursday, have it be a four game series. Just have it be a four game series and call it a day there. Because I'm sick and tired of like the Phillies coming off a, a big time emotional. Extra innings win on opening day, the then you just immediately halt that energy and that chemistry and momentum and, and all of that by giving them an off day on Friday. Plus, it's Friday. Like, what are we doing? Absolute garbage scheduling there. Um, but yeah, Saturday was the main event through these first through the first three games of the season. Zach Wheeler. What an absolute specimen. We go from off-season rumors of the Phillies being too cheap and they might want to trade Zach Wheeler to 
John Middleton saying he wouldn't trade ba uh, Zach Wheeler for Babe Ruth to Zach Wheeler backing that up and pitching immaculately, immaculately on the mound and doing damage with the bat in his hand. And you people wanted the DH. Get out of my face. Zach Wheeler was sensational. My guy, not only is he on my fantasy baseball team, my man threw a seven-inning, one-hitter, ten strikeouts. Phillies combined to only give up one hit to Travis Darno, former Philly, uh, traded for Roy Halladay in an entire game. Archie Bradley and Hector Neris pitched hitless eighth and ninth innings. Hector Neris got out of the jam, and the Phillies were on their way to uh, just a, a sensational win, just a chef's kiss type of win. They just shut that Braves lineup down, which was awesome. Because, like, sure, the Braves are good. They have a great stacked lineup, but they they don't scare me. Like, they're not terrifying. It's not like you're playing against, like, a Yankees team or, you know, playing against a, a lineup like the Blue Jays or Tampa Bay where you just have, like, loaded, like, can kind of do everything hitters. Like, Acuna, fantastic, but we were able to shut him down. Ozzy Albies had a horrendous series, in my opinion, at the plate. Freddie Freeman, you shut him, and he's typically a Phillies killer. You shut Freddie Freeman down. First time he ever went hitless in a three-game series against the Phillies in his career was this this opening series. Marcelo Zuna, um, you shut him down. Darno was the only one to get a hit in this game. Dansby Swanson, Austin Riley, like, they, they've they got great hitters, but, like, it, it's one of those things where if the Phillies were going into a seven-game series against the Braves, I wouldn't be nervous, and I would expect the Phillies to win. Just because I know, even though the Phillies didn't, like, put on, like, an offensive, like, juggernaut performance in this opening series, they have the hitters to get the job done where... The Braves don't necessarily have the pitching to get the job done, and the Phillies have a much better rotation, in my opinion, at least in the top three. I'd much rather have Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, and Zach Eflin over the Braves' top three. You kidding me? And then the, the Braves' bullpen, or the Phillies' bullpen? Give me the Phillies' bullpen all day long. The flamethrowers in the Phillies' bullpen are so much better than anybody in that Braves' bullpen. Uh, they have some pieces, but like their bullpen doesn't scare me. Their rotation doesn't scare me. And I'd be fully confident going into a playoff series against the Braves knowing that we'd be able to outpitch them and probably beat their pitching uh, with the guys that are in our lineup being able to hit the way that we know they can. But yeah, this Phillies team, like I said, like from, from everything I watched this weekend and from everything I've been able to watch from the game that went down on Monday night, I'm just super through the roof, ecstatic about the way this team's playing. They play for each other. Bryce Harper said in the post-game press conference uh, after Monday's game, the team just loves each other. Uh, cue the, the crying Jerry meme that we tweeted out at Underground PHI. Uh... Theater can simply be defined as someone performing something for someone else. Theater also refers to the space designated for said performance. The term theater can also describe the process in which live performances are created. Acting, directing, producing, designing, all fall under this umbrella of theater. But to a kid in high school, 
theater can mean so much more. Join us as we draw back the curtain and reveal what I like to call the magic behind the magic. This is Curtain Talk. I mean, they have a chance to to go out on Tuesday night and beat the Mets again, go beat Marcus Stroman, and win another series to start this. And th- that's the most important thing from all of this is that the Phillies. We we've talked about it, um, you know, to to start the season where it goes Braves Mets Brave Braves Mets. Y- you have to win so many like. Not so many of these games, but you got to win a, a majority of them to kind of set the standard of where you want this early season to go. You have so many NL East games to start the year and just like flip-flopping them as well from like between two teams that a lot of people projected to finish in front of the Phillies. This is where like you end up winning the division when the season is done, like you look back in April and if the Phillies can win like nine out of 13 of these games, 10 out of 13, like that's going to make such a huge difference in the standings that not a lot of people I think are talking about just because it is so early in the year. But you know, when you, when we get to the August and September, portion of the season when you're playing against, you know, different teams that not, aren't necessarily in your division. Um, you know, if we scroll here, let's see, you know, when you get down to August, when you're playing against, you know, the NL West, the AL East, you know, some games against the Nationals and the the Marlins and everything like that. And you're coming down the stretch run. You you gotta look back at this these first thirteen games, and if the Phillies would have started out flat, it could have really defined the way that this season could go. And we talked about it when we did our season schedule breakdown. And of course, the Orioles are off to a hot start this year. But the the tail end of September, you have a three game series against the Orioles, a four game series against the Pirates. You play the Braves for three and the Marlins for three. Like, that's your last four series of the season. And I know the season just started and we're talking about September and October, but this is, like, it, it truly feels like this team knows what they're capable of and knows that the playoffs have to happen. Like, they want to end this playoff drought. They know that they're capable of getting to the postseason. They want to get to the postseason. They're they're tired of the losing. They're tired of the sputtering down the stretch. Uh, you know, the whole reason Bryce Harper came here is to get to the playoffs, to win playoff games, get to the World Series, and eventually win a championship. That's why you sign on for 13 years with no trade clause. Um, I mean, this this opening stretch of games, and I think at the end of April, there's also a series against the Mets, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so the final day of April you kick off another series against the Mets. So 16 games to start your season 
with a couple, you know, different uh, matchups in between. 16 of your games to start the year. Or let's take out two. So 15, 14 games in the month of April against your division. Like, that's no joke. That That is freaking tough. So I'm, I'm glad that they've started off 4-0. Um, I think anybody should be. Imagine not being a Phillies fan. Shout out to Chris Long, certified Phillies fan. Uh, baseball knowing king right there. But... The Phillies right now have a fantastic lead in the division. Like, they're 4-0. Nationals haven't played. They're two games back. Uh, the Marlins are 1-3. The Mets are 0-1. The Braves are 0-3. Build upon it. Like, keep knocking these teams down and and build this lead in the division to where it's almost, like, inescapable and, and nobody can catch you. Like, do an early season beatdown. Like, go, like, Dodgers on everybody and just absolutely knock the rest of the teams in this division down so many pegs that like they're looking at like their only ticket to the postseason is the wild card that's that's how I'm feeling about this team right now the way that they're playing the way they're playing for each other the way they're not relying on the big inning like they have over the past couple of years it's just such a different vibe to what this Phillies team is bringing to the table, and I, I'm absolutely here for it. And you guys know I say it all the time when I talk about the Phillies. Like, I'm the biggest Phillies fan I know, like, hands down. Like, I sat through the rebuild each and every night, 7 o'clock. I'm tuned in during 2015, 2016, 2017, watching these painful Phillies teams go out and lose night in and night out because I was fully invested in this team and and knew what was at stake in terms of just turning this thing around because we had gone through such an illustrious time that I will cherish forever from 07 to 11, and then for it to just kind of sputter out so quickly was the tough part. You know, you wanted to keep seeing it go, and then it turned into like a full-on rebuild, retool, and, and a new era of Phillies baseball and I was, it, it takes you by surprise, kind of. And you kind of just like want everybody that you bring in to work out. Um, but this Phillies team right now is bringing me so much joy. I wake up with pep in my step now over the past couple of days, knowing that this team uh, is going out and doing what they're doing to other teams just on the mound alone. Like the offense hasn't even started to click yet. Like tonight. You know, Monday night, five runs is the most runs they've scored in a game all year. Absolutely love it. I love that Jacob DeGrom's making excuses for himself, saying he hasn't faced batters in 10 days, blah, blah, blah. Dude, you're a Cy Young winning pitcher. I don't want to hear excuses from you. You just went through a whole six-week spring training. I, I don't care that there were, you know, there was a, a layoff for you, that your schedule was turned. You are that much of a pro that you should be able to go out and be ready to rock and roll when your number's called. And that's just a, a fraud move to me from Jacob DeGrom. Like, wake up and and be the type of pitcher that everybody knows you to be. Knocked a lot of respect off of uh, my shoulders for Jacob DeGrom, knowing that, like, he's trying to make excuses, saying that, uh, you know, he hadn't faced live hitters in 10 days. Dude, you pitched fine. Your bullpen gave it up. Your fielding gave it up. I, I don't want to hear excuses from him. Absolutely stupid. He pitched 77 pitches. That's not on you. That's on your manager. 
Maybe your manager's just a, a hack of a manager. Maybe. The Mets stink. Lowell Mets is back, and I couldn't be happier. Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week, and it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. And now I think it's time to transition to the final 2021 Underground Madness update. The national championship game has come and gone. The Baylor Bears knock down Gonzaga and end their perfect season. Absolutely dominated Gonzaga from start to finish. They win 86-70 to over the Bulldogs. The Baylor Bears do. Uh... Just a, a flat-out elite performance. And we have our winner of Underground Madness, and that is RoadMonkey57. Already reached out on the Twitter machine uh, to get him his prize, and that is Matthew Radcliffe. So shout-out to Matt for entering Underground Madness. And thank you to everybody that joined Underground Madness. I know we were a little behind on getting it started this year, but still had quite a, a decent-sized group uh, to come through, we had three people who picked Baylor to win. Matt Radcliffe just had the most possible points uh, in his bracket with 1,330. Next closest was uh, Radcliffe's dad, might be Matt's dad, 1,260 points. And then at Owen Bayless, uh, go Miami Dolphins Heat is the bracket name with 1,210 points. Navy Hockey finishes with 1,130. And then Brandon Venditti, homie of the show, 1,100 points to round out the top five. I was so close to finishing as the number one podcaster from the underground staff. Uh, but, of course, intern Christian, the Wiz, finishes in sixth place uh, with 980 points. And that's because he had Gonzaga in his championship game and he had Baylor in his championship game. So annoying. I finished... Eighth in our bracket, which is the highest I finished in a bracket in a very long time. I think since 2016 when I actually picked Villanova to win, and I think I had all the Final Four teams correct. Um, but I finished in eighth, held it down. Uh, intern Christian finishes sixth. Next would be uh, Matt finishes 14th. And then... Harrison finishes 24th. Steven F Schneider finishes 27th. Richie finished 21st. Um, seeing where the rest of the podcast crew finished. Pat Pitts finished in last place because he picked Florida. Uh, and some of the fourth and goal boys, not very great. They finished 38, 39, and 40 respectively. Um, but shout out to everybody that entered Underground Madness. It's always a blast when we do the bracket challenge. We're going to, like, 
put the drawing board up and, and really truly uh, make Underground Madness a fun event moving forward now that we know that the tournament is back and uh, ready to rock and roll. So 2022's March Madness and Underground Madness is going to be bonkers. So you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, but thank you to everybody that entered and participated in Underground Madness. It was a lot of fun. And uh, it's crazy that college basketball has uh, come and gone. So until next year, big thank you to the March Madness NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament for going down. Because uh, we definitely missed it in 2020, that's for sure. We all know the traditional Big Four sports and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, Dom Ponteri, and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Staying on the court, though, the Sixers back home, uh, they split. I'll take a split. The only annoying thing is uh, Joel Embiid didn't play on Sunday when the Brooklyn Nets lost a game. The Sixers could have taken back first place game, but I understand him not playing in the back-to-back. Totally makes sense. Uh, they beat the Timberwolves on Saturday, lose to the Grizzlies on Sunday. Most important thing is Joel Embiid is back, uh, and he's going to play hopefully a lot of these games moving forward, going into the playoffs. Sixers have the Celtics for the first time in a long time. Can't even remember the last time the Sixers played the Celtics, to be honest with you. Uh, it feels like it's been that long. Definitely haven't played them since the All-Star break. Uh, the last time the Sixers actually played the Celtics was a two-game miniseries at the Wells Fargo Center, January 20th and January 22nd, when the Sixers swept that miniseries. Um... That's absolutely insane because it always feels like we're playing the Celtics the most out of our division. Um, but the Sixers get the Celtics in Boston uh, as you guys are listening to this on Tuesday night. And then they are off until Friday when they have a back-to-back uh, to start the road trip again. Part of this road trip, uh, New Orleans, Oklahoma City on Friday, Saturday. The OKC game, I believe, is the makeup from the game that got canceled due to uh, COVID earlier in the year. And then they finished this road trip on Monday, April 12th at the Mavericks, which I believe is the final like late start. I always get this wrong. No, there's the 9 o'clock Bulls game in May. So four-game road trip after a quick stint at home where they split. Joel Embiid's back. That's the important thing. And it looks like George Hill potentially playing on this road trip. Tyrese Maxey cleared from uh, protocol after an inconclusive test uh, that held him out of Sunday's game. So he's going to be able to travel with the team to Boston uh, and will be with the team for the road trip. That's important. That's big time. Um, I just really hope the Sixers get a, a big man on the buyout market or like on a 10-day contract because they, they can't – I know Joel is back, but like – when when he's out for rest purposes, 
it, it is tough rolling with just Dwight Howard as the only center on this roster. Like, it's tough. <laughs> um, they they need another guy in there for the regular season. I know for the playoffs, like it'll be Joel and it'll be Dwight Howard, but for the regular season, they need somebody on this roster to just roll out there on a ten day uh, to take you know some blows for these guys because. It's tough when Joel is out or off the court and you don't really have a suitable replacement for him uh, after Dwight Howard. So we'll see what happens uh, with the buyout market and all of that moving forward. You know, end of the season's creeping up really quick. Like we're on the verge of only having like a month left of the the regular season before the playoffs start. Um, So if Daryl's going to make any moves, I'd assume they have to happen pretty soon. But George Hill... Looks like he's going to be playing pretty soon for this team, getting off the uh, the old Oregon Trail Express route that it seems like every player that the Sixers trade for ends up taking to get with the team. He was in the arena the other night, which was fun to see, and uh, the video of him entering went absolutely dummy viral for <laughs> a number of reasons. But George Hill with the team, that's a positive. We'll see him on the court soon. And uh, it's just going to add another element to this offense, which is exciting. And hopefully the Sixers can retake first place in the East and and win the Eastern Conference. And to wrap up, we got some housekeeping things to kind of just go down through. Uh, The return of the Get in the Hole podcast is happening. It's Masters Weekend. Uh, myself and Pat Pitts will be recording a Masters preview and Masters recap for you guys. I know it has been since November, uh, since a Get in the Hole podcast has been recorded. Don't fret. Don't worry. It's coming back. Uh, we're going to improvise while we search for new hosts, but myself and Pat Pitts are going to be holding it down, bringing you all the things you need to know for uh, the 2021 Masters. It feels like it just happened, but that was in November. Uh, so we will have the Masters preview and recap shows going down over on the Get in the Hole podcast feed. Uh, so make sure you subscribe, rate and review over there. And if you know somebody or know multiple somebodies that are big golf people, uh, let us know. Tell them to slide in our DMs. Hit us with an email because uh, we are looking for new hosts for the Get in the Hole podcast to hold down our golf division of Underground Sports Philadelphia. And we got some things in the works very, very soon across the board with a lot of things. Uh, so that's why you guys got to be following us on social media at Underground PHI on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Castorina. Follow our catalog of podcasts at OTB Laxpod, at Streamer SZN for Streamer Season, at Get in the Hole Pod, at uh, fourth and goal USP for fantasy football content and, uh, check out FC top bins as well on Twitter and at top bins pod on Instagram coming this summer. Stay tuned. We got things in the works guys and, uh, possibly some new shows in the works as well. Also every morning, Monday through Friday, 10 30 AM Eastern time over on twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI and on Twitter at Pat underscore pits. The man, the myth, the legend, Pat Pitts going live with the Pit Stop Morning Show every single weekday uh, at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. 
So make sure you check that out. Support the boy. Brand new show that he's doing. Uh, solo morning show. Kind of just national uh, sports news. Fun, quirky stuff uh, that pops up on the social medias. And uh, fun stats of the day as well. Uh, he's doing a good job with that stuff. He was doing it on his Twitch channel. And I said, hey, dude, let's just, you know, pump this out to the masses. So twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI is where you get the pit stop podcast morning show. You also get the main podcast on Wednesday nights, hopefully trying to bring that back twice a week on Twitch as well. And you get Steven Schneider doing the damn thing. And as you guys are listening to this, tweet at him at rundownman6. Tweet our guy, the professional golfer, Steven Schneider, a very happy birthday as he heads into year 27. An absolute legend of a human. Uh, at Steven Schneider, that guy is at Rundown Man Six. Make sure you're following him to stay up to date with all of his uh, golf adventures as well on uh, the Twitch channel, Twitch.tv/UndergroundSportsPHI. Be sure to follow the channel. Check out the website, UndergroundSportsPhiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. And subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast feed. Truly means a lot to us, guys. Uh, it helps us, you know, with sponsors, it helps us build this thing, helps more people get their ears tuned in to everything we're bringing to Underground Sports Philadelphia. Leave a five-star rating and review. Let me know how you're feeling about this Phillies team, how you feel about Joel Embiid coming back, how you feel about March Madness coming to an end, and all that good stuff. Five stars only, because we have standards. We know you do, too. You can also check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, and the newly rebranded Odyssey Sports, formerly Radio.com. You can check us out there as well. And uh, this show would not be possible without our awesome local sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Two Charms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And, of course, our homies at Tomahawk Shades, Manscaped, and Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. All three websites, same promo code, TomahawkShades.com, promo code USP. You get 25% off your order at checkout. Manscaped.com, you get 20% off free shipping and a big old thank you from your balls with promo code USP. And Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. On the one-liter bottles of vodka at statesidevodka.com, you get 10% off those bad boys with promo code USP, and you must be 21 years or older to order. And, of course, please drink responsibly. This has been episode number 319, not to be confused with Monsters, Inc. and a 2319. This has been episode number 319 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your boy, KB. We'll catch you guys on Wednesday. Twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI for the live feed. We are signing off. Go Phils. Oh,